Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, welcome, and a very good evening on behalf of the New Spurs order on um, the Touchline Fracker banner. Um, apologies to people who thought we might do a recording or a stream last night. We we did actually go to, and then we just postponed it because, you know, we felt <laughs> like it. Um, I'll be your host tonight, um, X-Pac, and I'm joined by a star study cast tonight, uh, starting with uh, my co-host Asa. Welcome back. What's up, y'all? Happy to be here uh, as the, uh, the the American cousin of the uh, the New Spurs order. I, I still need to figure out exactly who in the in the NSL I would be. It would be like a guy who wasn't really part of it, but was in like New Japan. So I'll figure that out eventually. Of course, of course. We'll find one for <laughs> sure. And uh, we've got the comeback of uh, Randy Savage, a.k.a. Macho Man, a.k.a. Uh, the guy who's behind most of our tweets. How you doing, Come man? On, man. I'm good, man. It's good, good to be back. Good to be back. Obviously, it was a, it was a great win. You know, the the blood of my enemies never tasted so sweet. So I'm just, I'm just here to just slap some heads, man. Just here to slap some heads. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, we've got, uh, we got Sting, aka Blacklisted Jack. How you doing, man? <laughs> Listen, man. I've been a frequent visitor of the toilet today after drinking in all those Arsenal tears. That's all I'm saying. But I'm sitting down, comfy now. All good. And um, for people who are watching, is that your latest Twitter in your uh, in your handle? Just That's, there, that is my current one. Um, I mean, we should put bets on when it will be blocked, when it will be when when Twitter will decide to suspend me and take the mic again. But well, God, hey, God willing, God willing, it'll be uh, the next time Arsenal make Champions League, which um, hasn't been for the oh, last five years, won't oh. be for the next five years. So <laughs> two minutes in, eh, so. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm in good. a good mood. I'm in a good mood today. <laughs> you sure are. So yeah. Um, <laughs> well, let's get into it. I guess. Um, I guess we might as well start with you then. 
so obviously going into the game, we saw the lineup. We saw uh, obviously Romero wasn't starting. Um, what were your feelings going into it? Were you still quite confident considering we had to win? So when I thought going in before Romero went down, I, I want to sort of go go through my whole thought process here. Before Romero went down, I was like, "This is this is cake. This is easy," um, because I figured I figured Ben White wasn't going to play, which he didn't. And I know that the rest of that defense is trash. I mean, the rest of that team is trash, but specifically, you know, that the the Arsenal Arsenal central defense. So I was like, you know, it's not a problem. Um, when I saw Saka was starting and I saw Romero was out, I got I got a little bit nervous. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I think I said in the Discord, which everybody should subscribe to, but I think I said in the Discord, like, huge, huge blow. Um, but as we got closer to, to kick and I started really thinking about it, I thought to myself, you know what? Sanchez gets a lot of crap from us, rightfully so. But I thought, you know what? This is it. This is going to make it all worth it. He's going, he's going to, to put in a game that we know he can. And, you know... I, I, I sort of calmed down because I said to myself, there's no way, there's no way we're not coming out of here with three. There's no way. You know, Arsenal, they're not ready for this. They're young. They've got a manager who thinks that he's God's gift and he's not. I didn't, I, by, by kickoff, I wasn't worried. Yeah, fair play. I hear what you're saying on the manager. I'm sure there's a couple of centre-backs around which are jealous of his hair. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll get into that as well. Um, Ahaya, were you confident going into the game itself? Um, I think, generally speaking, yeah. Um, one thing did concern me where I think I read somewhere that before yesterday, <clears throat> obviously if you're listening to this recording on Friday, so as of before kickoff, I think Conte had only beaten Arsenal once in eight attempts or something like that. And obviously the most iconic one being when um, Van Persie slapped, slapped it at Stamford Bridge and then he switched to 4-3-4-3 four, three, four, three and it was a wrap. So that did concern me a little bit. Um, obviously went to Anfield and like considering, you know, the the energy that Conte was carrying from the sideline, I was like, you know, well, we actually look a bit more competent when we're trying to be technical in certain areas at the back. I feel like the way we've been playing recently, you know, trying to build from the back and, you know, catch them on the break. I feel like I was a lot more concerned about that before Christmas. Whereas even the likes of, I'm going to allow him for this hour and a bit only, even the likes of Emerson Royale rather than Chicken, He's even looked a little bit more confident, uh, competent, you know, passing the ball in in shorter triangles in and around his own, his own, his own first third. So, I think up until Romero, like Asa alluded to, up until Romero was announced injured, I was like, okay, I think I think we'll do a job here. Thought we were going to get a young two-one. When I heard Romero was out, with Sanchez was in. I'm not going to lie, I shattered brick metaphorically and probably physically. Um, but again, have to give credit where it's due. He did his job. Um, you know, in case he really got a sniff and, you know, we're just going to have to trust Sanchez for the next two games. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, and obviously going into it and we had the first half play out like it did. Um, I could probably imagine how confident you were going into this, Jack. But how did you feel, I guess, um, how the first 10, 15 minutes went as well, considering I thought without the benefit of hindsight for what happened for the rest of the game, I thought Arsenal set up and started really quite well. But yeah, how did you feel about uh, that first kind of 15, 20 minutes or so? Yeah, it was obvious they were gonna, they wanted to target our right-hand side. I think um, obviously with Chicken and um, Davidson Sanchez playing at right-back a few seasons back as well, 
and him getting absolutely taunty shreds there, I thought they'll take advantage of that. They'll look at these two. They are, they were, you know, they would be seen as our biggest weaknesses in the team by far. And that's where they'll take advantage of that, you know, that in-between space. Um, but, and and they did sort of, you know, have a few moments where they were getting almost in behind. But yeah, so that was, that was nerve-wracking um, in those first, I'd say first eight to 10 minutes. But um, yeah, so definitely, definitely nervous. I thought if we took the game to them, if we, you know, if the onus on us was to win the game and I thought if we actually set that precedent, I'd be quite, I would, I would have been very worried as well. I thought they would have been able to set traps and catch us. And I, the way I wanted to play, which is the way we did ultimately play, um, was to sit back and because we're not as good higher up the pitch. So I was worried about what our approach would be, but thankfully Conte approached it the right way. And um, yeah, the rest is sort of history. Yeah, hear it. And it was like that first stage why I thought Arteta had initially set up well, again, without the benefit of hindsight, like off the ball, they kind of matched us up and uh, obviously targeted our right-hand side. Whenever Sun came into deeper areas, they were looking to close him down, withholding. And um, obviously, they, they, obviously, there was a few hairy moments for us at the start. Obviously, Davidson Sanchez, the fans got onto him and he lost the ball quite early. And then Tommy Asu lost the ball quite cheaply. Gabriel did. Uh, I think Nketiah gave a loose back heel to someone as well when we got playing from there. But I thought what alleviated the pressure was obviously Holding was the one who was designated to come out and clamp Sun. And it was that first exchange which kind of alleviated pressure where he kind of just span out of trouble, ran into the middle with the ball. Um it didn't really come with anything, but I felt like that kind of bruised uh, holding Zigo a bit. And then subsequently, um, we ended up having like a few pay-per-view matches leading up to, I guess, his first yellow card. I mean... I think I think with holding, I think, I think part of holding, I think part of that was definitely under instruction. I know there's been incidences in the past few seasons where, you know, people have got, got Suns back up and, you know, obviously there was the red against uh, Crystal Palace. And, you know, I know there's a bit of description. I know a lot of rival fans like to say Suns nice guy image is shit. And it's like, well, if you continually rouse someone up, they're, they're going to snap. Like, what do you think? Because he's South Korean. He's just going to smile all the time. Like, what's wrong with you? Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Um, but yeah, like, I think, what was it? I saw Rob Holden had one of those games against Diego Costa, like, yeah. what, six years ago, five, six years ago. And it's like, look, if you're going to do that to Diego Costa, Diego Costa relishes that. So it's it's going to be a back and forth. And if you win, you win. Do you know what I mean? But, you know, just just because it's, just cause it's Son, just because it's North London Derby, just because you've got a new hairline, you know, respect to Owen. <laughs> like, it, doesn't, it doesn't suddenly mean that you can just start doing this WWE thing. Like, you are going to get caught. Like, this is our house. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, um, and, you know, there's been a lot of talk about the referee for some decisions that were very, very obviously correct. But, you know, you you could you could feel the energy from the crowd through the TV. Like, you know, the referee is potentially going to be slightly against you. He gave you a warning after the second one. Why are you still biting back? Do you know what I mean? And then I think as much as I'd like to just keep having Arsenal and keep having Arteta, I think... Holding under really lost, lost his head. I think Arteta needs to turn around and just be like, okay, Ben White is basically not fit. Cool. 
Tavares, you need to get on and I need to change something because I've already lost. I basically he'd already lost holding before he was sent off. Do you know what I mean? For yeah. sure. Just a slightly contentious issue before you go, Racer. Before holding even got booked, obviously Arsenal fans have now obviously been putting across the whole RVAR should have looked at Sun forearming slash elbowing uh holding. Like, was there anything in that or just breeze? To me, it was just a young, it was it was just a young get off me, man. It was a little tricep to the jaw, like just it was just it was literally just a get off me. Everyone was like, oh, if Holden did that, then uh, 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 to Son, Son would be flailing about. Yeah, he probably should, because it's called gamesmanship, play the referee. Like everyone, <laughs> like let's let's not pretend that we're all saints when we play sport. Do you know what I'm saying? Everybody likes to pretend <laughs> that they're a saint when shit happens to them. Do you know what I mean? Like if someone catches someone catches you with a straight arm. You are falling over like peak Sergio Busquets when he was 23. Let's not tell lies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like it, in in all honesty, they just like doing this thing where they show like the really they miss out the really important half a second before the clip and then show the second half. And it's like, look, when you watched it in real time and slowed down the whole thing, it was a get off me kind of thing. If you caught him with his actual elbow, I can't say anything. But it was a young tricep, man. Get get your tricep dips up, man. Right. It was that second after the clip as well, where Holden literally picks on up and then threw him off as well. So I feel like, B, I just looked at that. It's like they've both done a little thing there. They both, they both probably could have got booked. So let's just leave it as it is, like early in the game. But yeah, selectively left those little bits of the clips out either side of that incident, which is, um, which is cute. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, face. So you were about to go. Yeah, no, no. I, I just think talking about Holden. Um... I think that that there there's never been a point uh, in recent like high level play that I've seen a man so clearly out of his depth and so aware that he was out of his depth. Rob Holding knew coming into that game that he couldn't stick with with Son. Y'all ever see the movie uh, Remember the Titans? Um, and I'm I'm gonna make some some American reference here, so I apologize, but. There's a point in which Ryan Gosling's character says, I can't stick with him. I, I can't do it. And then they pulled him out of the game. And that's what Rob Holding was looking at. He looked at Son and said, I can't hang with him. I'm not fast enough. I'm not good enough. My hair is too heavy. It's not natural. I can't do it. Can't do it. And so, and from the jump, I mean, it was from the jump. He had his hands on. He thought he was going to bully Sonny. And the thing is about Sonny is that, like, he can't really be bullied because he's faster than you. He's not going to like stop and try to fist fight with you. He's not, he's not a bruiser. He's just going to outrun you. And there's nothing that Rob Holding can do in, 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 in God's green earth to keep up with him. So what did he try to do? He tried to you know muck about, get into a fight, blah, blah, blah. And he lost. I have no sympathy for him. For all the Arsenal fans out there, oh, oh, Sonny, Sonny punched him in the face. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. That's mm-hmm. what Rob Holding learned this weekend or the, this, during the week. If you play stupid games, you will win stupid prizes. You tried to get into a fight with Sonny in, at White Hart Lane. What did you think was going to happen? You thought you thought Sonny was going to get sent off? Come on. Come on. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, you just got to be ready for it. So, like, you know, the it's it, it, it just is what it is. And, like, everybody's saying, like, oh, the penalty wasn't real. The the, the red card wasn't real. What did you think was going to happen? Like, like. Do, 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 you, do you think that this was this was going to go your way? Don't 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 play 50-50 in places where you're not going to win 50-50. Rob Holding had to know coming in. I can't stick with Son. Play off him. Play off him. 
Make 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 Sonny and 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 Kane and Kulisevsky stream together four or five passes. They can do it. Make them do it five, six, seven times in a row. But but playing up on him, letting him spin off you, getting into fights, it's not gonna work. So like I have no sympathy for this idea that like, oh well, well, Sonny was was jostling too. Nah, nah. If you play if you play like an idiot and you get sent off, I'm not gonna feel bad. That's my feelings on Rob Holding and his stupid hair. <laughs> And also, I'll have some advice for him on the hair. And sorry, Jack, I was just coming to come to you as well with um with the penalty incident as well. I mean, yeah, but uh, yeah, I ain't contentious. That that's foul. <laughs> if it's a foul <laughs> in the penalty box, it's a penalty. That that's as simple as. And I don't believe in harsh penalties. I'm I'm one of those people that's like, if you're shirt pulling before corners taken, that should be a pen because you're fouling. You're fouling at the end of the day. So. Listen, Arsenal fans will do that. You know, they'll they'll imitate the Jose Mourinho in all or nothing. There, you know, chatting shit about all this referee nonsense. Listen, I can imagine it. Touchy Gooners right now, just going yeah, 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 whatever. But um, yeah, either way, you know, listen, you know, Arteta's game management or man management, rather, I think that that's got to be looked into from their point of view. They've got what thirteen red cards now this season, is it? And and also when when um, holding was already on the yellow, he was you know there were moments when he was by the touchline, and Arteta could have just you know given him a little you know little warning to you know just say calm down you know just take it a little easy. Don't think that happened. I'm not sure. I can't say. Um, I wasn't there, but um, that could have that could have been you know better managed. But I'm not complaining. So just leave it at that. And it is on Arteta, right? Like Arteta told Holding to play like that. So, you know, like you, you you saw it later in the game when they were playing off. They were like, Arteta was like, no, 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 come up, come up, come up. Why? Why would you come up? Why would you play a high line against Spurs in this type of game? You're not you're not Liverpool. There's no like, Virgil van Dyke there. It's like that, that uh, what's it, um, the Big Shack meme. is like, you ain't got the facilities for that big man. Where, facilities you can never make it. it. He's not Sergio Ramos. He's not Roy Keane. Yeah, you know, it's not that guy. Shit, shit has a reason. Some people's DNA, hair loss is only in his DNA. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so. I'm just gonna swerve the strays slightly, but luckily I'm I'm on the winning side, so I'm, I'm hit by them too much. And um, <laughs> obviously, the second yellow wasn't contentious at all. Uh, there was a mixture of a bit of MMA in there. Could have been a straight red, to be honest. Um, and then it's good that we touched upon Arteta's game management there because there was a little bit of like jostling around after Rob Holding got sent off. No one got taken off. And you'd think, okay, if you're going to change shape, bring on Tavares perhaps and then move Tomiyasu centre-back do what you have to do to obviously get the defensive numbers back up and take off Nketia, who would have been probably the most likely to come off um, at that point. But he didn't really do anything, delegated for a bit longer, and then lo and behold, we got the set piece. Ben Tanker flicks it on, and at the back post, Nketia just gets swallowed by Harry Kane. Pause, pause, so, pause, pause, pause. Big pause. pause. Big, massive pause. This is late at night. This is the late show. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh God! I mean, and, like that. We we should talk about that, right? Like, like the, b- before we even get to the set piece, like you had you had your center back pulled off, and your your response was to 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 make what Gabriel Martinelli a left wing back. Like that's how you he, thought you were going to get that yeah, that goal that back. That confused me a bit. Like, what was what was the plan? Like, I I think I I think he got scared. I think he got under the lights and something didn't go his way and he didn't have a second option. You know, this man's a fraud. Arteta is a fraud. He has a big new contract. He is a fraud. He's not Pep. He wants to be Pep. He's not Pep. I hope Arteta stays there as long as possible with that in-game management. When I saw Martinelli left back, I was like, "Do you? does no one else remember when Poch started Sonnet left back against Chelsea that time? It, it doesn't work. It doesn't work like at all. Do you know what I mean? Um, and to be honest, when was the last time we scored from a corner? Genuine question. Leicester. Before that. Don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Like I was ready. Like, if you if you let us score from a corner, you got problems. Yeah, I mean it's and, and, and it wasn't even like like it shouldn't have happened, right? Like we, we can talk about Inkedia, but but like why is Inkedia in that what's up, Tubbs? Um, we, we, why was he in that situation in the first place? Why was, why was Nketiah, um, tasked with, with following Kane, right? Like you're talking about one of the great poachers in, in the premier league and you have your striker on him. Come on. Like, like that's just, that's just disorganization. And I don't know if that's on, if that's on Ramsdale. I don't know if that's on Arteta. I don't know if that's on, on Gabriel to, to be like, no, 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 no. I'm on Kane regardless of where he goes. Somebody needs to take that responsibility, and it's not a center forward. So that's can on we, our title too. Can we touch on sorry, Enketia's dive? Because I know you know them. <laughs> you know you know Holloway FC. Yeah, you know what they're like. Yeah, their fans. <laughs> They'll cry and cry and cry till the cows come home. Yeah, about anyone diving, especially us, especially Harry Kane. You know they'll they'll go on and on and on. They'll the amount of energy I see towards him. <laughs> Mate, you could, you could fuck. I don't know. You could power the whole fucking city of Liverpool or some shit with that. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is, Enketia, It was a blatant dive. So it was. If you're going to do it as well, at least be somewhat convinced. At least be quite good at it. You know. You know. Kane does it with me, and he does it quite well. And that's the aim, that's the aim of the game. You know, shit the dark arts. That's what you got to do. I again, no... go on. No, go on no, sorry, just one last thing. Ain't got the mm. facilities for that. <laughs> I'm, not that. I'm all. I'm all. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I'm all for diving. I'm all for shit hazardry. I'm all for time wasting. I'm all for conning the ref. Like I love all of it. Just be good at it. Like Kane is very good at making it. Not only is Kane good at it, he's good at making it look like someone else's fault. Like you have to practice being good at these things. Like Steven Gerrard. Dived in Istanbul in 2004 and won the Champions League because of it. And nobody minds. Like, it's okay. Like, Robert Perez, one of the best in the game at it. It's okay to admit these things. Jose Reyes, RIP, you know what I'm saying? But he was also very good at it. Like, it's okay to admit your players dive, bro. Just, and Ketia, just holler at Tom Daly for that because that was terrible. <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's more, it's, it's not offensive that he tried to dive. It's offensive that he was so bad at it. Like, Come on, come on! Like, have some pride in your craft. You think Eric Lamella shit houses just like for fun? No, he take he takes his time. He practices it. He knows what he's doing, and then he goes out. Like, don't don't bring your practice out to to White Hart Lane. 
you know, yeah. you got to, you got to, you got to try that in training. You got to, you got to work that through, you know, don't, don't bring that to us on, on, under the lights. Come on. It's disrespectful. <laughs> Thankfully he's not doing that at Wild Heart Lane anymore. <laughs> honestly, honestly. <laughs> Uh, so uh, welcome Goldberg. Obviously, we've just picked up where we've just gone into halftime, two 0 up. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about Enketia's shameless dive, but coming back to, I guess, what I want to hear from you is obviously you were at the game, and the atmosphere sounded pretty insane. Um, talk to me, man. Like it was mental, man. Mental, mental, mental atmosphere. Um, like it was because Sai mentioned it beforehand before before the actual game took place in the chat because I think I, I was like because the TFOs we we have we didn't have we hadn't had that since the Man City um the Man City league game at the start of the season and then prior to that we hadn't had it since um we played Man City in the Champions League um and we were discussing in the chat yesterday how we need to try and generate an atmosphere similar to what we had in Man City in the Champions League. And the atmosphere that we saw yesterday was unbelievable. Like the noise was just picking up pace, um, even outside the ground, like the noise was picking up pace. And then when you got inside the ground, before people even got their seats, there was so much noise in each of the um, in each of the stands. So you lot have obviously been to the South Stand in, in the East of well, maybe not Asa, uh, um, but in the South Stand, in the South Stand, you know how it can get packed and the noise as you step into the, into the South Stand, um, even just to buy, get a beer or whatever, it was deafening. And then it translated onto the pitch, man. It was, it was brilliant. Like people, people sometimes like uh, question, oh yeah, like fans, we've had, we've had this conversation with the touchdown community about like the importance of fans. Some people, see the importance some people don't see the importance yesterday was living proof of the importance because that atmosphere was a joke it gave our players a lift and i think on the flip side it made the game so hostile for for arsenal like they their players weren't really really settled and one or two of them lost their heads they lost their heads so yeah the the atmosphere was fantastic yesterday it's the best i've seen since that champions league win against man city and Long may it continue, man, because we're going to need something similar like that to get the team over the line against um, Burnley. Yeah, for sure. And um, just before we move on to the second half, which probably doesn't even need that much, if any, uh, deep analysis, like what was your kind of take on a few of the first half incidents? Obviously, Arsenal fans thought that the some VAR incident should have been looked at. Um, they're debating the penalty. Um, and the general performance, man, like, how was it in the stadium? Um, general performance, I think we played good. Um, I don't think we were, like, five-star quality. I mean, there were, some, there were some players who were really, really good, but I don't think it was, like, a five-star performance from Spurs. We, did, we didn't need to play at a five-star level because we, we went 1-0 up, deservedly, and um, Arsenal, they lost their heads and... We just managed the game well after that. So, but I think in terms of in terms of the decisions as well, like I don't know what the Arsenal fans are bitching about. Like the penalty was a penalty. Rob Holding, bruv, if anything, he got his red card too 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 late. Like he he fouled Son like three times in the in the space of like 15, 16 minutes. Bad fouls as well. And there was even one where he where like 
he's got up and he's booted Son in the ribs. And no one said anything about that. But you want me to talk about Son brushing his face with an elbow, basically like a petulant, like, get off me. Because the guy's still gripsing up Son. I'm not having it, man. He got a yellow card for literally a, a, assaulting Son with a, with an elbow. He got a yellow card for that. So if you want to talk about Son's sort of lash out at um, at Holden, then fine, yeah, give it a yellow card. Based on of how yesterday was referee, he wouldn't have been sent off. But you can't talk to me about um, the the penalty. It was a Stonewall penalty. They had a penalty similar a couple of weeks back against Man United when Teles pushed Saka, and then the red card was a red card. He, he, it should have been a straight red, but it wasn't. So they gave a yellow. So it's the second yellow. He lost his head. Done. What's there? What's there to complain about? Spurs won fair and square. We won fair and square. We the funniest the thing has been on the on the timeline since it's Arsenal conspiracy. The Premier League wanted the top Nonsense. four to go down to the wire. They wanted uh, uh, main event top four and relegation to go to the last day. Listen, you're not that big time for the Prem to be like, yeah, we're gonna have a fuck over Arsenal this time. What? They don't care. They like, don't care. This, this isn't peak Vince McMahon where you're orchestrating storylines. Like they don't care like that, bro. Like. Do you know what I mean? Like, what what are we talking about? And it's and it's not like the the, the Premier League is like, oh, we love Spurs. <laughs> like, what what is it? Like, like it's like your your conspiracy theory is poked through by the idea that somehow Spurs are liked more by the people whoever is in charge than Arsenal, which makes no sense. Every, every football fan thinks every football fan thinks the world is against them. Liverpool fans will think the same, and then you have. Everyone else saying, you know, the media is all on their side because most of the pundits are ex-Liverpool players. So everyone just thinks there's a conspiracy against them. At the end of the day, listen, you got murked in it. Rio Ferdinand would say. In public. In public. public. We all saw it. I was about to say in broad daylight, but yeah, either way. (laughs) I do have to to give some shout-outs to the centre mids, though. Uh, Hoybier played a lot better than I thought he would. Much, much better than I thought he would. One of his probably one of his better games since he's joined the club. And I think weirdly, my main concern, I know we haven't we're not touching on Anfield just yet, but I was a bit scared about Benton Core in the first half, only because if that might the, the first half he had against Anfield is similar to some of the performances that used to get in Dombele cooked on the timeline, if not marginally worse. Because I, I think I counted he tried to pass the ball six times and lost the ball six times in the first half it was very very scary um so i'm just when when i just saw him having a very composed first half like not trying to do too much not doing too little not losing the ball i was like okay i'm, I'm very comfy with his performance thus far because he was, was he good. was absolutely mudded last week yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and i mean part of that is part of that is 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 arsenal aren't liverpool Right, right. Like, like Bentancourt, you know, he, he's he's at this level. You know, is he at the the Liverpool Man City level? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But he can certainly he can certainly take what what Grant Xhaka. Come on, like yeah. like that's what that's what that that that's that's below his level. Um, but I, I like I hear you. I I think that you know coming no, off from of- Arsenal fans. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was definitely a worry with. Um, Benton Cook because you know we saw him at the City game the United game and the Liverpool game and all three I think he, he wasn't good um, City on the ball, played well City on the ball, well. the ball at City I don't think he was great off the ball he was a lot better but in, in all of those games on the ball he he was pretty um, he was giving the ball away a lot 
um, or whether it's under pressure or not under pressure. But credit to him, this game, big game, you know, turned it on, industrious, but also very composed in that midfield. And, you know, I don't want to, skip, I'm not going to compare it to Moussa Debenet or the very different type of players, but he, yeah. he did, there were moments where he, you know, when he was, car- you know, carrying that ball, you know, it, it, it was reminiscent of that, you know, which is good to see that we, you have a player that can do it in spurts. Not in, obviously never as much as Moussa Dembele, but yeah, yeah. I remember that in the first half, even before the red, I, I think it was who was it that tried to that tried to foul him, get the ball first. He just burst past him, just burst past mm-hmm. him, running at them, running at them, running, running at them. And I think the final ball wasn't the best, but yeah. Um, yeah, man, um, he had a good game. He had a good game. They will talk about, oh, we played with 10 men. But listen, our, our midfielders set the tone from minute one, I think, with their performance. Um, the same performance that we saw. If anything, they probably took their foot off the gas a little bit because they were so comfortable. But in the first in, in the first half, before the red card, they were doing all the things we wanted on the ball and all the things we wanted off the ball. So, can't really complain. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought Hoybier defensively... Um was was everything that he you know this year i i've, I've said what i i've needed to say about hoybier this year you know I, I think that he doesn't have the legs but what he was doing last year the way that he was just sort of cleaning up messes um he was doing a lot of that uh yeah. yesterday yesterday yeah. i think Sorry. i think that, that you know, there's credit. Yeah. yeah i think there's a lot of credit to be had there yeah. off the board they were, really, they were really good yesterday with hoybier i think gradually because i've been kind of Personally, been putting a bit of a cam on Huibia. I was criticising him a lot, like other fans were as well. And I think my main criticism of him was when he was talking himself up to be this leader, to be someone who's even motivated by even the, like a cooking lady being in charge, etc. But when he was on the pitch, when we were on the ball, he would hide. He would play people in absolute no-go positions. And he's just gradually just started to get better and better. Part of it may have been fatigue, maybe not. But he's actually starting to not play like, for lack of a better word, a coward, which he was. But he was self-acclaiming to be that kind of, that Viking, that leader. And now he's actually been showing it more and more. And I've even like had some of his biggest criticizers on here just like look does he deserve more flowers and they're like ah you know what okay yeah he's been playing well and he's continued it's a fair play Ben Tanker on paper um even without the 10 man tax with party being injured he was the best midfielder on the pitch so if he performed to the level we knew he would then we would have some kind of a foothold in there um Goji has commented Koibiak has actually been a beneficiary of Ben Tanker coming in. Yes. Also true. It's uh, weird. Also true. It's weird. I think, I think shows for the ball all the time. So yeah, and I think as well. I think it's it's not. I think in recent weeks, Hoybi has played better than Ben Tanker. I look at Liverpool. He was by far and away the better, the best, the better midfielder of the two. I look right. at some of the other, even the games we've we've lost. We when we lost to Brighton and we drew to Brentford. I felt Hoybi was better than Ben Tanker both those games. Um, I felt he's actually. Truth be told, I think he's been playing well for months. I said it in the new Spurs order chat a couple of times. When are we actually going to start admitting it? Like he's actually playing well, and he's built up. He's built up a good partnership with um, with Benton Core. So it's good, man. It's good. It's what we want. It's what we want to see. And the fact that we've got Skip to come back from injury as well to add competition. Whereas before it was like, oh please, <laughs> we we oh we can only play these two midfielders. It's it's good that. 
these players are stepping up now because it, it means that there's more competition in a good way for Spurs. And then if we all get what we want, which is another midfielder, then it get it puts us in even a better position next uh, next season. So it's good to see, man. It's good to see. It's funny how we're, so it, we have Hoybier who's improved, but certain midfielders still still shit. So. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> that man's still in the dumps. When, when was the last time he had a shit game? Oh God, Owen, oh, he's coming. I didn't start. It. I'm sure. I'm. I'm, I'm positive. Right. Harry Winks has got. Uh, Harry Winks has got nudes on Owen. I'm sure of it. He must I'm, do. I'm really excited for Harry Winks. You know, he's going to have a great time. Here we go. Uh, Next yeah. year for, for Norwich in, 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 in the <laughs> I think I think he's gonna have a great time playing that that uh that Ollie Skip role, you know. Yeah, he's gonna play that Resista role for Norwich, man. He, yeah. yeah, he'll no, run. No, no, Norwich is a bit. Norwich is a bit optimistic. Hey, team. Stop it! Come on, stop it! Didn't we have people in the chat that said Billy Gilmore was better than Skip? I rate Billy Gilmore. I was. That's, I, I like Billy Gilmore. I do I like Billy Gilmore. I think he's a good player. I can't lie. I, and this is me criticizing Ohio for his love of Chelsea players, but I can't lie. I think Billy Gilmore is a. He's a good little technician. I can't lie. Good player. Good player. Yeah, he's he's gonna be great as a loney for the rest of his career because he's not he's not <laughs> breaking into Chelsea. I mean, like he, you know might, who? he might be good, but he's not. He's not Chelsea. No. Sorry to go off tangent as well, Asa, but you know who else is going to be a lonely for Chelsea? The, the LeBron James. The LeBron James of soccer. That's who. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, man, my man is scoring goals. He's taking care of business. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. When he his, plays, six, he his six goals a season, but okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> he, he's playing as a wing back, and, and you got Mason Mount up there. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe my hairline's I mean, catching strays, I'm, I'm and now saying. my boy catches strays. He's not even been getting minutes. Fucking mm-hmm. hell! Created Get the best chance when... against Liverpool as well, by the way. Which Hoybier fucked up, but you know Winks can still catch strays. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> we'll just ignore that. Okay, um, moving on. Just to the end, I guess like the last bit, the second half. Um, to be honest, most of the time I was just in group chats and the timeline, just scrolling through and putting messages in and looking at all the clips that Tobes and Sai and Tots were sending in from the stadium and it was magical. But obviously with 10-man attacks aside again, um, for whoever wants to take this, wing-back watch. Emerson and Sessegnon, obviously both heavily criticised. Um, we touched on Emerson a little bit earlier, but Generally, how have they been playing? I think. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think it's time to reevaluate Sess. Um, I think, I think I think it's time. I think that I think that that, that he's put in two. You know, there's a lot of hate. There's a lot of hate. That that's the okay. Two good performances back to two back. Two good performances in a row. Reevaluation. Is it only two? I'm, I'm talking. I'm, I'm I'm talking about reevaluation. Well, he's had more good performances this season, but I'm saying there's the standard that it's you two put in a row, two back to back, and yeah. then. I'm saying, I'm saying we need to re- reevaluate what he is, right? So, so I think that like for a long time there was this idea that he was this like hyper, hyper attacking. You know, he wants he's going to be helpful in the attack. I don't know that he's that guy. I think that he he can be a he can be a good defender. I mean, if you if you have him and Ben Davis, you know, going back to back and shutting people who are who are supposedly world class back to back, I think that Sess can do that job. I don't know that he is ever going to be a super positive, 
helpful attacking wing back. I, I, I don't know that he will be there. But if he's your backup left wing back for, for defensive purposes, I'm not mad. I mean, it's just it's just you need to improve there. But I think I think that he's okay as a backup. I, I, I don't mind it as a rotational level left wing back. Emerson can 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 really enjoy Ajax next year or wherever he's going to get sold to. But you know, you know what though? I think I think Emerson. It's mad. It's weird. Um, Martinelli was still was still jogging and had him in one v one situations yesterday. It was quite easy to get past Emerson. But credit to Emerson, I do think that he's actually stepped up from a defensive point of view in the last two. I agree, Tobes. <laughs> yeah, you won't be able to see what's going on in the comments. I don't want to give it too much airtime. Um, uh, listeners, forgive the glitch. One of one of Toby's uh, weird cuck anti-supporters has appeared in, in, in the comments. Uh, but I think Tobes will return. But just to carry on the point, I think, yeah, with Emerson, like, oh, well, Tobes, I was going to carry on for you, but I'll just say, like, yeah, Emerson, it, it wasn't like he had Martinelli on complete lockdown, you know, and obviously Diaz got at him at Anfield, but, you know, it is Luis Diaz. He could, he, I think Luis Diaz can get at any right back in the Prem. You know, I'd love to see a proper Luis Diaz versus Carl Walker situation. Um, but he's definitely a lot more competent than he was at the beginning. Um, I think this role of him coming, like coming inside, being a bit inverted, arriving into the box at certain angles, I think that kind of benefits us in different ways. I feel like technically he's, I alluded at the beginning of the pod, I think technically he's improved um, just in terms of, you know, I've noticed that it seems Conte prefers to start the automations like across the box into the right-hand side and then drag the player across before potentially hitting a switch to the left. Um, so I think, and then, you know, talking about both the fullbacks, I think Sessegnon, like you said, Asa, we were, you know, when he was, at, I know it's, 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 it sounds peak talking about when he was at Fulham, but obviously he was this, you know, goal-scoring left just goal scoring left. It wasn't left back, wasn't left wing, wasn't left left wing back anything. It was just goal scoring left. Um, and I think maybe this is probably the most defensive responsibility he's had. And maybe he's just a bit bit burnt out by the time he gets up there. And I feel like, you know, the, with more conditioning, getting more used to Conte's system, I think we will get more um, exploits from Sessegnon in the final third. He does have to improve, definitely. But obviously, you know, made a good decision for the assists um, against, what's it called? At Anfield, um, and yeah, I think I think he'll get better. I think left wing back isn't a priority in terms of replacements because um, he is still young. How old is Cessna now? 22? 22, 22, 22, 23. So he has he has he has got a bit of time, I think. But yeah, like you said, he's played, he's had two pretty decent games, but we need him to have two massive games to close out the season. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I sell them both. Sell, them <laughs> sell, sell our left back. Sell both of them. Facts. I, 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 I honestly, Ryan Sessignon. Listen, Conte squeezing every bit out of our players, all our players, right? And this is the best you're going to see of Ryan Sessignon. I think at Spurs, I think if he if he goes down a level or two, you'll get a better Ryan Sessignon for sure. You'll get that goal scoring Ryan Sessignon. I don't think at this level he will be that player. And regular Don, he can he can go as well. He, he's, he's yeah, busted, uh, I'm I'm fed up with these two, honestly. And I think yeah, the 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 fullback revamp definitely needs to happen because the chances Royale had. Imagine we had someone competent. Imagine you know, how Minto. I hear it, but you know you know it is though. Like I, I almost sympathise with these wing backs when they're missing chances. Um, 
I don't mind Royale missing chances. I don't. I don't even mind regular missing chances. It's just the decisions that they that they take with these with these chances. Like with Regulon, it's like the way he strikes the ball, the way he runs onto the ball. When he's he gets uncomfortable the striking the ball. When you honestly, when he gets into the final third, makes brain farts and just just does nothing with the ball. I don't mind them missing chances, but yes, it's weird. In a system that Conte is playing where where there's major emphasis on the fullbacks attacking the box, it would be nice if we had someone who could actually put the ball in the back of the net or put a decent ball into the box. That being said, though, props to them because they both played well defensively at Anfield. And I think against Arsenal yesterday, they were they were I think Cess more than Cess more than um Emerson to be fair, but I think Cess did well in isolated situations with Saka yesterday. So yeah, we'll, we'll we'll give them their credit today. But for me, it's it's a long road to redemption. It's a long road before I can start saying, yeah, um, we need to revamp. But also, I, I do actually hear where Ace is coming from as well in his analysis because it's mad. We were promised this attacking force, but in the final third, he's he's all but useless, in my opinion. Um, you even saw it yesterday. I think it was Dyer that clipped the ball in behind. And it's just a simple cutback to Sun and it's 3-0. Uh, and he's just fluffed the cutback. But at the same time, I, look, I looked at him defensively and there was even one moment when Saka tried to go at him and he just took the ball off Saka. He just sucked it and just said, yeah, safe. It's my ball. So, I don't know. Conte seems to have a plan for him. Conte seems to rate him. I don't rate him. I think he's crap. But I don't think he's going anywhere this summer. The club are going to give him a new contract. So, we just have to hope and pray that this isn't the best it can be. That there's more then, to come. Then you've but, got to sell Regulon. Then, then yeah, to, yeah. yeah. Sell, him, sell him. I'll take. I'll yeah, sell him. That's fine. Yeah, that um, Madrid can have him back. But I, I think the thing with Sess, like if he if he turns into a a lockdown left wing back defender defender, I'm not I'm not saying he's ever going to get to the point where he can attack with any sort of co- consistency or coherence. Um, I think the Conte system, I, you know, like like you said, like it does seem to go from the right, right? Like it does seem to build up from the right. You know, if you have someone competent on the right who's not Emerson Royale, um, you know, you, you you can think about, you know, if that's Kyle Walker or Kyle Walker-Peters or whoever of the, the right backs that we've had, you know, over the last five, six years, um, it's fine. It's fine because the, the you know, that left-sided center back, whether it's Davis or whoever, whoever it ends up being, um, is happy to step up into the attack anyways. So you're going to get those numbers regardless. And I, I think the bigger issue is, is that there's no creativity getting the ball from Emerson to, you know, either, whether whether it's, you know, the midfield or, or Kulisevsky. So once you once you figure that out, then Cess being a, a minus offensively is not as big of a deal. And, and if you, you know, if we're going to go through another summer that we tend to go through as Spurs fans, there's only going to be a couple of additions. So you got to sort of just pick your spots. I'm cool with Cess being a, a, a defender. If we we have to prioritize a second striker and a right back or a right wing back and and, and another midfielder, like I'm fine with Sess as just being a, a negative offensively. Um, if we can if we can get it, great. If we can improve there, definitely. But I I just don't see this club doing something that I've never seen them do. They have to. <laughs> they have to now. They've got Conte. They've never got a manager at the top of his game um, before. So that's something new, and they're gonna have to do. They're gonna have to build on that this summer. So, and then that, and that means getting rid of certain bums, which may include Sessegnon, definitely includes Regulon, includes 
Doherty, Chicken Royale. You know, I'm not. Even, I'm not even going to say anymore in case Owen like shuts my camera off or something. But um, <laughs> Mora, Bergwijn, you know, you know, you know, you know, the usual suspects. So none that even. Um, I think yeah, Gogeta uh, listed quite a lot in there. Let's see, Davis, Sess, Doherty. There's Bergwijn, um, and Dombalay, Lassell, Slow, Golin, Lucas Mora. Fuck me, man. Yeah, he can go ASAP, ASAP. Um. Don't really want to say the other midfielder just because um, I'm so objective. Um, <laughs> but uh, Gojita was also saying um, about Joe Rodon's performance, who was another name he listed in there. Um, I know him, do you? That he made that um, slightly unexpected appearance, but is that a precursor for him potentially getting minutes against uh, against Burnley, who are obviously a big side, probably not as suited to playing Davinson Sanchez. We know Romero's out for the season. Can we see Joe yeah. Rodon end up going up with uh, these duels against Verkhorst? God forbid. I think that, I think I think I think he gave him minutes just so Joe Rodon's brother stops tweeting so much. To be honest, that was probably the only reason. Um, Joe, in my opinion, Joe Rodon robbed minutes off Alfie Devine. I was really really pissed off. Really pissed off. Alfie Devine didn't even get ten minutes at the end. Um, mm. But you know, maybe it was just I can't even say shot window. I think it was just to remind teams like someone take this guy off so we can give our 14 shirt to someone else next season. Like, we do have a centre-back you guys can buy. It. It's not just Cameron Carter-Vickers that needs to get out of here. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I've, how many how many prime appearances is that for Rodon now? Has he hit 10 yet? Total, two years? total across two years? I was, I was going to say, like, six. Boy, I mean, you know, good luck maybe. to him. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's a young bonus for him. Maybe Swansea get, like, an extra 500k for, like, six appearances or something. I don't know, but... Yeah, Rodon just I feel I actually feel a bit sorry for Rodon, man. Really I feel right. like he was I think right. he was more under false pretenses. He was I think he was I think he was sold a dream. I think part of it he definitely thought, yeah, I'm gonna get my money up, live that London life, get some babes during the lockdown. And I'm sure he's enjoyed himself off the pitch. I'm sure his brother has as well. But you not know, I know there's huh? I said not everyone's like you, mate. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's enjoyed himself. It's just it's time. Go, just go back to playing football, man. Go back to playing football. And and I th- I think the thing with Rodon, you know, he he's one of the guys who needs to go. Just just he's just not at this level. Um, and and you know, talking about what what was he sold? What was he told coming in? I mean, if I remember correctly, we we were dealing with a massive string of center back injuries. And you just needed depth. So, I mean, if he looked at the squad and looked at who was hurt and who wasn't, and they were so excited to bring him in, I mean, that's on him and that's on his agent. He wanted a payday. That's fine. I'm never, I'm never going to get mad at someone for taking, you know, getting the bag. But, you know, you look at yourself and and, and say like, oh, I'm going to play myself in. Like, I appreciate the self-confidence, but I, I don't. I just think, to be honest, I think, I, think it's the, I think the club forced him upon Jose Mourinho personally. Jose wanted Ruben Diaz and um, and Skriniar, and he got he got Joe Rodon. Um, crazy. So it's just Tottenham being Tottenham, really. Um, no diss against Rodon. I think uh, obviously Jack doesn't agree. Ohio maybe doesn't agree, but I think Rodon can go to another Premier League club and he'll be he'll be fairly successful, in my opinion. 
relative to that club level, of course. I don't mean like trophies or anything, but um, yeah, I just don't really see where the path is for him here at Spurs. I've never seen it, to be honest. I've, I've never seen it. Damn. But yeah, that sums it up. And um, I guess there's only really one place to go. Is obviously we did coast out the rest of that game. Um, luckily, um, or for Conte, actually making earlier subs for once. Giving Kulisevsky and Son a rest on the 70th minute. Bringing on Lucas and Bergvine just for, again, those those kind of minutes. And um, then it came to those post-match comments. And um, Arteta decided to drop the if I speak. Um, you ain't what, Joseph. What is he you on the you're not that guy. Lego, Lego, Lego head. You ain't got, you ain't got the juice like that. The cheek of him. The man, cheek like of ac- him. Action man, bro. Fucking hell. These lot, again, I've said this is the third time I'm going to say it now. You got, you ain't got the facilities. <laughs> These Arsenal lot think they're something they're not. Honestly, you got, you got a holding trying to do Sergio Ramos. You got Arteta trying to do Jose, and then who was the other one? I can't even remember now. You oh, you got Martinelli trying to do trying to, trying to do Ramsdale win these oh. like uh, these mixed eleven lineups over Loris. Honestly, Ramsdale, yeah. <sighs> and you got Martinelli who's impersonating a t- uh, top tier football player, like because Arsenal <laughs> fans sort of well, Arsenal fans are bragging about like getting him for that, getting. You know? it. They're, they're like bragging about getting him for from a third division side. It's like, well, yes, yeah, it's clear to see. You know? Honestly, What's the... Obviously, the post match, the post match stuff was nonsense. But listen, I need somebody to find Martin Keaton and play this to him. Hold that pussy. Honestly, I was trying to hold bitch. that pussy, little bitch. Man was trying to <laughs> listen. Yeah, and listen for Simon Jordan to cook you. So casually, because normally Simon Jordan's like, yeah, like, I'm slightly Brexit, slightly racist, but I'm going to say it in a coded way, so it's not really racist. <laughs> like, the way Simon Jordan cooked him, so calm and casually, he was just like, so you're being delusional. So you're being biased. So, da 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 And Mark Kim was like, no, like, I've, I've got to be a support, I've got to back the Arsenal. And Simon Jordan just looked at him like, why are you here? Why are you being paid? What's wrong with you, dickhead? We all know that the the IQ level wasn't there with Martin Keown. I I mean, he could have been dropped as a baby when, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, could it could it be all the drinking with Paul Merson and Tony Adams? I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. There's something wow. about it, but there's there's wow. nothing up there. There's that, it's hollow brain. He's got a hollow head. See, I, I love it. I I love the uh, the. There's nothing I love more than watching watching Arsenal fans after this game. During this game, but definitely after this game, it's just it gives me gives me life, crying. gives me They've joy. Been for so much. Oh, oh, so give much. me give me that more than my own happiness. Like my happiness over this win is nothing compared to their sadness, and that is all I need. I need that. I I, I live off of that because happiness mm-hmm. can only take you so far. But hate hate is good for the soul. Listen, the way certain men were tweeting, yeah, I was loving it, man. Hey, shout out SV Carboholic, bro. Shout out shout out German guys. Yo, shout out Luke Bob. Shout, ah. out, shout out Shabs. You know what I'm saying? Shout out yeah. Amanda, man. Honestly, you know what? You know what I do, yeah? Because, bro, if there's one thing I love, it's vengeance, yeah? And I love I love a, a cold plate of vengeance served to my enemies, to my ups. Yeah. Yeah. I bookmark shit. I bookmark shit. I bookmark so many things. I star chats. And yesterday, you know what I was doing? You know what I was doing at 12 midnight after I watched all the videos, after I ate my food? 
I was going through saying, yeah, question mark, yeah, put mm-hmm. this, yeah, and I mm-hmm. did this some more this morning. Fucking hold that, man. Mm-hmm. It's so delicious. It's delicious. <laughs> and I, I want to I give a shout out to the, uh, the touchy gooners for making sure to send me that video of me saying that Arsenal are not making top four. I'm going to put 10 toes on the ground to say it again. Not making top four. <laughs> See y'all in the Europa League. My regards to Manchester United. <laughs> you know what my favorite bit about yesterday was? Yeah, my favorite bit about yesterday was German Dan saying, "I want to dance like this." When we, what did he tweet something like that? He wants to dance like he hopes Arsenal will make him dance like this. Yeah, you weren't dancing like that at the end, were you, pussy? Were you <laughs> against you, pussy? Yeah, hold that, man. Hold that. Oh God. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I, um, I, I just kept thinking after that game, the, the Steph Curry, the one, two, three, hold it. Every single one. Every single one. But see, I wanted five. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. After that third I wanted goal. Four, five. Yeah. We, I we wanted, should have given him. Yeah. I, and, I, and you know what I loved is, is Sonny, when he came off, he was pissed because he was like, no, 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 drop five on their heads. End this. Salt the earth. That's what I wanted. But I'll take three. I'll take three. I like seeing that. That that son sort of. I, I like that sort of thing. Those little yeah. moments mm. where they're just mm. they're fuming and they're being taken off. So I, I want that in all my plays. He wants the golden boot, man, and I respect it. I respect it. But he wants the top four more than he wants the golden boot. So you know. But yeah, well, you get if both. he channels that energy into Burnley now, then. More power to him and Conte for for pulling him off at that time. So That's fair play. And he scored. Um, he scored in his last two home matches against Burnley as well. So good open. So so is Harry Kane. Exactly. Well, no Burnley exactly. then. <laughs> Why would you say that, Jack? It would, be, it, would be, it would be very us. You should have. You should have mentioned those stats, man. No, oh. Jack. I've been fighting Jack and another another mate of ours in a different chat. Um, his name's Hyle. And I've been fighting them for weeks. I'm saying, guys, we're getting top four. We're getting top four. There's no, it's over. No, we're getting top four. Positive affirmations. We are getting top four. We're going to get it, guys. Yeah, we're going to get it. Stop shaking your head, Jack. Because I'm praying. Happens, I'll pray. I'll happens, pray. I don't, want you to, I don't want you to then say, oh, I didn't expect it. Embrace <laughs> it now. It's happening. Yeah. Listen, I'll pray. In it. I'm, 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 in the, I'm facing the direction of Carbara. I can, I can do it right now if I have to. I'll do it. <laughs> You know, but listen, it ain't in our hands. That's what I'm saying. I get get why you're skeptical. I get it. It's in the hands of 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 a former Spur who 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 told us that he was going to take care of business up up there in Newcastle. What? I I love that. I don't know. You guys saw that 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 comment. That That was beautiful, beautiful comment. He was like, "Well, you know, got to take care of Spurs." And I was like, "I knew I liked you." I knew I, I miss you, but I liked you. I, and I you need know. I need a Trippier winner, man. I need it. Oh. Yeah, he owes us. I need yeah. a Trippier winner, bro. I mean, it's better for him to say that, considering he's been taking every opportunity to talk bad on Spurs. Word. Yes. Yeah. Talk ill of his time, even on like throwing little shade on on Pochettino as well, saying Simeone's like the best coach, whatever, by mm. far. And then he's come out and said, "Yeah, of course I'm back in Tottenham." It's like, are you? On, on you, if you say you are, then yeah, actually speak loud with the words. On, on Newcastle are having like a TIFO on theirs as well uh, against Arsenal. Oh, are they? It's their last game of the season. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah, true as well. But yeah, hopefully they can cook up an atmosphere there. Gallagate yeah. end, mate. I'm I'm literally flying. I'm I'm flying out. Like my 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 plane leaves like 30 minutes after that game kicks off. So I'm really really hoping that by the time I land, yeah, I just check my phone and I see that Arsenal drop points. That's what I'm praying for. And I think they will. I think they will. That that team's not built for this. They're not built for this. I think they'll get. A, I think they'll get a point, and that's enough for me. I'll take that. Well, how many? How many of them lot are out? They've got um, Holdings not playing. Shaq is out for the last two games, isn't he? I don't think he is. I've not seen that confirmed uh, anyway. Gabriel mm-hmm. might be. A Ben if, White. If, if that's I have no idea. Ben White. There's will be no back. way White can play. No, no. I White mean, will be back. White will be back. White, White will be back. Okay. Will be fit, but he'll play. He'll play. He'll be out. He'll be. He'll be. He'll be playing. Right, Chris Wood, man, I need you to. You Chris know, Wood, a few barges. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I need. I'm not talking about scoring. I'm talking about injury. Oh, oh that's fine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he got. He's Wood by name, Wood by nature. That guy can't score for shit. Pause. But yeah, that, we need. We wow, need... that that needed a big pause. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wood so by nature. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> He's a plank of wood, right? I've got an innocent. Oh. You know, yeah. I'm not as filthy minded as you lot. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that 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 Newcastle take care of business. I think that Callum Wilson is going to come back, you know, with force. Uh, He's uh, back to that game, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think that they'll, they'll take care of business, and then. Um, you know, go into next season. I mean, just talking on Newcastle, just they'll go into next season. You know, I think that they need to go into this into this summer with with a little bit of good vibes, and I think that that's what they're looking for. Um, and Arsenal, like I said, they're they're soft. They don't they don't have the mental fortitude. They're not ready for this. You know, they they collapse. It's who they are. It's in their DNA. I mean, Newcastle haven't scored against Arsenal in the league since two thousand and eighteen. So they they're to, due. That needs to change. That needs to change itself. Steve Bruce hype. <laughs> Steve McLaren was it Benitez as well bit of Benitez probably a bit of Benitez as well either way man I need I need that shit to change as well I need Trippier slap bang on onto the head of Callum Wilson boom 1-0 take it take it I need St. Max man to go up both those fullbacks as well Tavares yeah. and Cedric playing you're going to have one of the two just the yeah. ASM on there Nuno Tavares flipping it He's. I mean, like, like that's what we're talking about here. They're going to drop points. I'm not. I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned. Yeah, but we got to worry about ourselves. And I guess we got to move on to, I guess, a slight Bernie preview. I guess we're probably not expecting any changes to the lineup. Nope. Uh, we can't even change anything at wing back if we wanted to. Obviously, we yep. rested the two tens. Um, so I guess what are the score predictions going round? Two 0 Asa. Sunday, 12 p.m. I just hope for a, a, a scrappy 1 0. A scrappy 1 0. I'll take it. Why? Why do we have to settle for a scrappy 1 0 against? Listen, man, 12 o'clock Sunday. Play, I, I don't it, know, man. Why, why do we have to settle against a scrappy 1 0 for a team we've put nine goals past? I know, I know. Just I'm, listen. Why? Listen. Why do we have I need, I need some confidence. I need, need some confidence in your voice that we're going to beat Burnley. Not, we don't yeah. have to humiliate them, but I need some confidence. Don't say scrappy. We're going to beat them because we deserve can, to beat them. I can never be confident about us, ever. 
It's time. It's time. It's, we're there. It Two is games time. left. There's, there's literally nowhere else to be. You gotta get get in the mud now. Say it with us. We're there. Two nil. No scrap. No scrap team. And and Sonny's gonna go take the lead in the Golden Boot after the weekend. That's yeah. my other prediction. I think he's gonna go level at the weekend. I think, considering, so our last two games at home, we've beaten them what, 4-0 and 5-0 or 5-0 and 4-0. They did beat us this year. Um, we have struggled against teams that tend to sit we, back. We also beat them this year as well, away. In the league, yeah, we did beat them in the League Cup, to be fair. At their ground. At their ground. Um, I think, like, Kane did make a point. He did, he, Kane said a lot about saying much, but he did make a point. He was that look like we just, we need to win the ball off them a lot higher up. Like we need to, we need to be a lot quicker when we're in the final third. Because Burnley, on one hand, they are going to come and sit tight. They're just not going to going to want to lose because they're still fighting. Pardon me for um, against Leeds. I know this. I know they've got a game in hand on Leeds, but you know Burnley. Burnley are going to try and leave with something. So I think ideally, I'd love to just slap it four 0 on them. But I think I think it will be a one 0 Maybe not scrappy. I think it will be a bit of a tedious game. I do feel like we're probably not going to move the ball as fast as we want to from time to time, but. I think Son one nil. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's just a case of I'm just looking at the table now. Yeah, they're still fighting for their lives. They're relatively safe because Leeds just keep on shooting themselves in the foot. So it's just the fact that they're fighting for their lives. We've got much less rest. I'm thinking uh tedious ish two one win. Yeah. Because we've take got, it, um, take it. it'll be Davison Sanchez as well <laughs> on that right side with Emerson, and we're going to have to be forced to probably be the progressive side. We're not obviously we're not going to invite Burnley onto us, and they have got McNeil who can cause us trouble down the side. Corne, um, who I think's kind of hit a little bit more form since uh, since returning back to Burnley, is a threat. So. Plan. Yeah, it's it's going to be a hard watch, but I think we should really truly get the job done. I think it'll be a sunny brace as well. Yeah, yeah, and we need we need to do Leeds a favor because all of us, all of us over on on this side of the world, we we really need Leeds not to get relegated for for, for, <laughs> for obvious reasons. Oh no shit! Yeah, <laughs> for brand purposes, it would really really. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for brand. <laughs> not good for the brand if they get relegated. So we need to we need to help Leeds out a little bit. Um, Everton uh, can stay up as well because they they have some business with Arsenal. But uh, Burnley need to go down. I, I I can't I can't have another summer of of Ted Lasso jokes. I can't do it. <laughs> it's not good for me. So so let's take care of it, Jesse. <laughs> I need to watch that still. <laughs> um. Sorry, so Owen, there's one comment that rattled me. AFTV said Saka, Eddie, and Martinelli are better than Kulu, Kane, and Son. At what? Yeah, Toby. Uh, Name names. Hear them say uh, this. Oh AFTV. yeah, it was Julian. It was Julian. He, he tried. So, but it, it wasn't AFTV. It was just one person, Julian. So, um, yeah. When we were talking about it, he tried to make a point for that front three, and it got shut down instantly. Like nobody, like Robbie, even had to intervene and say, "Like, bro, you're you're li- you're literally just waffling here. So let's stop." Because <laughs> yeah, he's a lovely guy. Julian is a lovely guy. I've got, <laughs> got a lot of time for Julian, but he 
his Arsenal points are like they go in one ear for me and they go out the other because they're just nonsensical at times. Another thing, sorry. Um, if Deli Ali does us a favour next week, I will, all the slander I've given him, all the slander I plan on giving him, I'll relinquish. I'll, I'll stop forever, forever you and ever. You start a Delhi fan account on Twitter. I, I'll start I, a Delhi. Listen, my Twitter just got suspended again, this current one. <laughs> so if that does, if, you know, if he does do that, I'll create a Delhi stand account. I don't care. Okay, so your new one's been suspended. My new one's just been suspended now because I logged in on my PC, which has my IP address. <laughs> bro, bro, Twitter, 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 What happened to this free speech, Elon? What's good? Yeah, honestly, man, he, this this Elon Musk guy, he's gonna he'll give Trump his account back for yeah for all the yeah. stuff he said, but for for court, telling top threatening Tottenham Hotspur. If you don't back Conte, I'll find you and I'll kill you. That gets me a permanent suspension. How does that make sense? How does that make sense? Uh, EDL, EDL keep tweeting every day, non-stop. Yeah. And I'm getting banned for that. We're going to have to clip this and send it to Elon. Uh, fucking so, man. so uh, Elon Musk, help our boy out. Um, if, 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 you know, if free speech means anything and the First Amendment means anything in England, I'm aware, guys. It's a joke. Uh, if the First Amendment means anything in England, uh, you know, we, we got to get the back back on the Twitter. <laughs> All right, well, that, um, I guess that wraps up our, our pod for this week. Um, again, thank you for everyone that's been watching. So we've got a fair few viewers tonight on our stream. We usually stream every Thursday. We've been postponing it for the last few, to the last few Fridays. Um will be around. Uh, the audio form comes out on Saturdays. Catch us at New Spurs Order on Instagram. We've been putting out more and more content on there, at Twitter as well. And um, obviously, yeah, check out the main pod, which comes out on the Monday morning as well, because hopefully we'll be doing some more dunking. But yeah, I want to thank all of my co-hosts. I want to even thank begrudgingly this person who kept me sharp in the chat had me on the block button furiously um yeah kept me on my toes at this late hour so thank you and um yeah again to all my co-hosts uh goldberg acer macho man and of course at realist nso AKA blacklisted really said so <laughs> that, that yeah that account don't exist anymore now as of the last few minutes. <laughs> Made it almost an hour, you know. That's pretty yes. good. <laughs> you see what I mean? On the stroke of midnight they got him. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. Better yeah on than, behalf yeah. of all of us guys. Peace. On debut, Tongue Ondombele has scored the equaliser for Spurs. Lucas Moura clips it. Oh, great goal! Stephen Bergwijn has arrived in North London! That is absolutely incredible on debut! Oh, yay! Sports Social Podcast Network.